comes. Kyanos, flesh comes. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kyanos! Jesus mighty you can be seated if you can you can be seated if you can the matters that we are touching they are heavy matters they are matters you should not attempt to touch if God has not given you a level of encounter that is now ironed into depths of convictions because when you begin to interact with certain things then Satan will come and check you out he will come and check out see the kind of warfare I faced since I said let's teach this topic is, is strange from the first time I said let's teach it warfare began two weeks ago and I began to wonder what is set and fighting we have finally found his secret the things he doesn't want us to know that's the things God is opening up, up to because according to Paul there are dimensions of the mysteries of God that is held up for the dispensations of the time that we are in it's the last days and he spoke and he said that God is now revealing it to his holy prophets and apostles the intent of God is that men will be brought into this economy. Are you with me? Mm. When he finished speaking, he said that there is a grace that makes all men see. May your eyes be open, dog. May your eyes be open so that you will see the power of Satan. When you grab, when you grasp the, the scope, the intent, and the power of this teaching that we are bringing across to you, you will find out where Satan has lost the warfare. You will find out why God is angry with the old man, the, the flesh. But have you noticed that there is more judgment for the flesh than even sin, the act of sin? See, there is more judgment. Satan is more likely to invade your life when you live in the flesh in the sense that you have given Satan foothold you operate by an old system. Beyond the acts of sinning, there is an old system that you operated with. You see, God's judgment is beyond sin. Actually, God's judgment is on the old man. Are you with me? If it is just about the sinning, then the blood of bulls and goats would have served. But God's the cross is powerful, not because he dealt with sin only. The acts of sin. The cross is powerful because he dealt with the old man. That is where the old man came and he couldn't pass through. The old man passed through everything. He passed through anointing. Passed through good character. Passed through all kinds of things that we can muster as men. But when he came to the cross, the cross was where the old man could not pass. That is why when Jesus came to die, beyond the sins, atonement for the sins of men, he came to kill the old man. Because as long as the old man is alive, then Satan's power is still alive. I need to show you that part of the things that Satan instituted by bringing man to fall is beyond the sin that man sinned. 
the major work that Satan did on that day that man fell is that he installed an operating system. Are you with me now? It's like a city in the spirit. And as long as men, even believers, subscribe to that system, then the government of Satan is still strong upon our life. Because an average believer will say, there is no demon inside of me. But you still operate with the civilization of Babylon. Then you are subject, and your destiny is the destiny of Babylon. That's what many people don't, don't, they don't understand about the system of the universe. So Satan knew, because he saw how God operated, that what God did is that he gave birth to a system. And as long as that system is working, then there is a civilization that will be rife. Men will begin to live according to the dictates of those civilizations, irrespective of the fact that the being that invented and pioneered that system might not be there present. Are you with me? This is what Jesus understood. And he came to a point, he told his disciples that it's a expedient that I go. Because all the ministry that Jesus did in the flesh still lacked the capacity to generate a system. Are you with me? Part of the things that was born as a result of the resurrection of Jesus is the church. Huh? He said, I'm in my father's house. I what? You have not understood the scripture. They used, to, they used that Bible to tell us about heaven. That text. He's not talking about heaven. He's talking about the church. He's talking about the church. In my father's house are what? Many man. He's not talking about heaven. Because when Jesus finished making that statement, he was not going to heaven. He was going to the cross. Are you getting the point? Oh, oh you used it to preach. Me too, I used it. But I'm telling you what that scripture is saying. In my father's house, even normal understanding of language, lingo, will tell you that it is house that should be in mansion. Not mansion in house. Why is Jesus saying that in my father's what? I what? Many? Mm. And when he finished making that statement, he was going straight to the cross. That was when the statement, the, the statement he made, he said, except the corn of wheat falls down to the ground and what? Dies. What is the consequence of not dying? You see, there is fruitfulness in kingdom context is tied to death. If it is kingdom you want to be fruitful for, then every single thing you are doing, your certificate, your degree certificate have to be passed through the cross. Mm. That is when it will now become useful for God. That is when you will find out that the further engagements you have as it pertains to your career is not for monetary gain. It is where you will be and you will further propagate the agenda of God in your life. That is the cross. When a man refuses to ask that question, that means he is out of alignment. So the, what is motivating him is not kingdom. What is motivating him in the um, pursuit that he has gained, he can call it further certificate. But what is the motivation factor? You see, the spirit that you will let her bow to, the spirit that you will yield your certificate and your resources to, is the spirit that powered the engagement in the first place. So, where is ambition coming from? Where is desire to be famous and to make more money coming from? I know it's not Zion. 
And if it is not Zion that pioneered the agenda in the first place, Satan, the one that pioneered it, will come. Because you don't need to say whether he is God or not. It might look as if he's God, but when we trace, we will still see the hands of Babylon around what is happening. And in that mood, a man cannot take the property of Babylon and use it and fulfill the purposes of Zion. Are you with me? That thing you are doing you have to pass through the cross. It is when it passes through the cross. There is nothing of the old man and Satan, the cities and civilization that is born of that evil one that passes through the cross and doesn't and remains. No, the cross is the junction where judgment is placed on everything that is Satan and demon. Are you with me? Have you read the scripture that said the scripture says that the whole world lied in wickedness? Actually, the right rendition is that the whole world lied in the wicked one. Are you with me? Then the scripture began to tell us in the book of John, I think John chapter 10. Is it 10 or 13? The scripture said there that um, the prince of this world now is the judgment of what? This world. That the prince of this world is what? Cast out. By what means? Yes, I think it's John chapter 12, verse 31. Now he said, If I be what? That he spoke. The next verse said, that he said, speaking about the manner of death, that he will what? Die. So, and the scripture was saying, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so will the Son of Man be what? Lifted up. That is a testimony of the kind of death that Jesus is supposed to die. Meanwhile, you need to know that it seems as if the analogy and comparison is not correct. How can you be saying that Jesus is now a serpent? Until you come to the book of Galatians, you will see by extension the revelation that, I hope you know, that when Jesus lived upon the face of the earth, he was restricted because the Holy Spirit had not begun to work in the heart of man. So he was restricted to the extent to which we open up bodies of truth to them. So one of the ways he communicated this reality to them is begin to show them by, by parables. So he left to us condensed matter, eh? condensed truth and knowledge, even in the actions and the lifestyle that he lived. It was when we saw Paul that Paul, by the spirit of wisdom and revelation, began to show us the meanings, the tokens and dimensions, the revelations, the things that are captured, even in the actions that Jesus took. It was in those days that in the book of Galatians he said, He said, that cause is him that what it was then that we found out that what was happening there is that Jesus took upon him the curse and the day that he took upon him the curse then the judgment of God came upon the curse are you with me on that day that Jesus became the curse he represented what serpent is because serpent represented what said the curse mm. meanwhile it was by the cross that the cross was judged. On that day, the scripture said that the world system is judged by the cross. I'm going to get to there because there are certain spirit cities that I will open up to you, and the, the fundamental amongst it is Babylon. Babylon. If you don't understand the cross and the message of the cross, you will never escape from the hold of Babylon. It's not possible. It's not a teaching. It's a process. It's a dealing. It's a revelation that God brings to your heart. 
If not, you can preach and you can do many things and say you are doing it on behalf of God. Meanwhile, the cross have not passed through it. You have heard my story. I did ministry for many years and I thought it was Jesus I loved. It was ministry I loved. And I found out that 70% of young ministers that you see, they have not loved Jesus yet. It is ministry they love. That is why some of the power and explosion they are asking for, God is withholding it because he doesn't want to lose them. The day he gives it to them, that's the day he loses those people. Because they will be carried away with what they are doing and they will think it is still an agenda in the name of the Lord. They will know that at that junction that they have cut themselves out of the civilization of Zion that the cross propagates, that they have cut themselves into what Satan is doing. Babylon have what? So the question that they asked the Galatians why did you start in the spirit and it is in the flesh that you are made complete pray in one minute and Jesus help me it's not as if I know everything but help me help me help me it's not as if I know everything be humble now be humble are you saying you know everything help me help me Elijah pray Then we pray. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14. Be fast. Be fast. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14. Turn with me to the book of Matthew chapter 5. There is, there is an inferno in my heart. See, anybody that is under the sound of my voice, what I'm saying is beyond the communication of truth. What I'm saying is a purging in your heart. See, there are things that your heart is being purged even as you listen to me. When you encounter certain ministries, beyond what they are saying, they are administrating life to you. So that many times you cannot even say you understood everything I said. But there is an activity that is happening in your heart. Am I correct? Mm. That activity is an administration that is beyond your mental capacity. Because God knows that your level of development in spiritual lines is still too infant. That you will be able to comprehend the body of truth that is being passed across to you. Meanwhile, God's intent is not that you will be cut out of his administration that is held up in the revelations that is coming across. So, what he does is to release life, even as he's releasing light. The day you cut light will be the day you will know the system with which the life came and you can replicate it anytime you want. It will become yours. Not just an impartation. It will become something that you function by. You can, you can stay it up because you know the keys. The keys of the kingdom is revelation actually. You see many things that the scripture spoke about. It will not become functional to you until you have the revelation. When you have the revelation then it will become a key. Anytime you come you can spot that revelation and it will open. The same result all the time, anywhere, any person and any season it has become yours 
at that time you have become a custodian. These are the kinds of men that Satan doesn't want. Because anytime they appear, they come with solutions. You can when they appear, you can't say it's over. They they have some of them have at least 30 keys. They, they will put this one. He said, I know I have passed this path. Mm. Mm, yes. That is the that is what Peter meant when he said, Such as I have. He knows the keys that he had. He began to test it. He said, My friend, stand up and walk. Mm. If it's men that doesn't have enough keys in those days, the, the only thing they learned is just counseling. But Peter knew that in this case, that the key is what? Power. The keys. The keys. How many keys do you have? That is why when things, you open up your heart. If it seems as if the revelation is flying higher than your frequency, pray in tongues so that your, the energy level of your soul will be upgraded. That is part of the reason why we pray the way we pray. It is beyond things happening for you, praying for something. No, it is to upgrade your heart to a place where you will be able to interact with certain dimension of truth so that it will not fly over your head. So that you will not find out five years later that the things that you needed to run your life with that God has already taught you and you become weak and subject to the things that God have seen and by an act of mercy have brought you under a teaching that would have liberated you but you are not aware the thing flew over your head and you still went to Lagos and became subject to the spirit that operated in Lagos the spirit that will wake you up by 4 a.m. and close you by 11 a.m. in the 11 p.m. in the night and after six years you cannot find anything tangible that you have done for God and you have done for your life the money that you said you made you used it to treat yourself and in your own mind you think Lagos is a busy place Lagos, it's not a busy place there is what? a spirit city and it doesn't matter if you are a every mini, even ministries that are founded in that place we operate in such a way that they will have to take advantage of the spirit city that is operating they will tell you if you organize meetings in weekdays that nobody will attend who said so? who said so? It is the spirit governing the city that is telling you it's only two hours that you can meet on Sunday. If not, the people will leave you. Who said so? They told me if you organize meeting in weekdays, if, be careful. If you tell people to come, make sure it's from 5.30 up. I laughed. It's because, it's because they don't know that we have, we have our own civilization. We traveled long enough in God. And we downloaded the city that we operate independent of the influence of what is happening in the locality. Mm -hmm. So when we appear, if, if we call seven days, you will still come. If you say, I don't want to come. We are meeting by three. I don't want to come. By two. You are alarm. You didn't set alarm by two. It will ring by itself. Mm -hmm. What you'll be hearing? If he said, I want to take my siesta, even me, I will, appear, I will appear in your dream. And say, you will see yourself entering inside a pit. And I will tell you, Shebi, I told you. I've been looking for 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 you. This, my statement is beyond what I'm saying.
Now look at it. He said, Ye are the light of what? A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Do you even understand what is happening here? Are you with me? See, the scripture, that is why we pray the kind of prayer we prayed yesterday. That Gentiles, what? Come to your light. But kings are compelled by what? The brightness of your shining. You don't understand what this thing is happening. Remember, our emphasis is on spirit cities. See, I need to emphasize that spirit cities is not exactly the same thing with spiritual cities. See, a spirit city can be a spiritual city and can be a natural and physical city too. Are you with me? But I need to tell you that what it means to be a spirit city is that an administrative territory is being pioneered by a spirit being. Are you with me? That is why a priesthood, your own, that is strong enough can come to a point where it will be robust such that everybody that is operating around your um, um, sphere of authority will come under your government. Are you with me? That means you have created a city that no man can operate there without coming under your own civilization. Have you noticed before that you prayed for long and your mother that have not prayed suddenly started telling you that they want to be baptized in the Holy Ghost? You have created a hot spot. You have created something. An ambience that is not normal. Are you with me? Then your church people will start, start noticing. Those days, when I was doing youth service, there is um, RUCCF, the other side, and then we, NCCF. So I started praying every night. I will wake up by 12.1. Somebody called me and said that he doesn't feel the hunger to pray. When I looked at the question, I understood beyond what the, pe the, the person wrote that what he said is that I don't feel the ginger to pray. What they didn't know is that some of us prayed for many years without ginger. Mm. It was Smith Wigglesworth that said, If the Holy Ghost doesn't move you, you move the Holy Ghost. That sometimes you start in the flesh, but make sure you end in the spirit. So sometimes we stay there, one hour, nothing has happened. We know that, that we have not gained ascendance. I will stay there, stay there, stay there. If you stop praying, what's your plan? As you are stopping that prayer, what is the next thing you want to do? Me, I don't have any other. Jesus is my only plan. So I don't have any. I have to stay until he works. Or God, he has not worked and you are leaving. You want to leave? Oh, I leave now. I, I'm waiting for you. Ten years you will come. And Satan will bab your hair. <laughs> you will be like Samson. Mm. You better. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If you like, don't hear me. I don't care. Are you with me? I'm running my own race. You would have noticed that I'm not that kind of man of God. My, 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 my first priority is not you. My first priority is not to serve you so that you feel well. That's why many people have come here and they are telling me all their trouble, how their business is going, and how they, they, they notice that they, the demons are chasing me. They notice that we pray a lot. So, what they want is for me to, what they want is prayer contractors. I told them, do you have Jesus? Are you baptized in the Holy Ghost? 
one of your friends is still taking alcohol, still womanizing. He wants me to pray on him like that. I'm not a prayer contractor. What are we offer to you, Jesus? Some of them, when I tell them, they will leave. They will think I'm interested in them. <laughs> Even if we are just four. Eh? I will do more than I'm doing when we are many. I will even feel free. Because my first priority is to the monarch. In Zion. The one that called me. He is the one that I have obligation to please. If in pleasing him, that you are incorporated in my pleasing him, good for you. The day you will disalign, I will forget you very, very fast. You will be shocked the way I forgot you and even delete your number. <laughs> this man is looking at me. <laughs> you are only relevant to my life because you are relevant to the Monaco. If he says, let's follow here, and as I'm following here, I now encounter you. I will help you with everything I have. I will pour my life. I will spend and be spent. The day the money has turned like this, good boy, we have turned. Because when they want to reward me, and when they want to count my ability to heed instructions, it is not based on many things that I did. It is based on instructions that I obeyed. Are you with me? Now, now. Look at it. He said, ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on the hill. This is comparative analysis. Are you with me? Have you not done comparative analysis? Are you not a science student? Are you the one that do comparative analysis? See, they are trying to compare light and city. That is why, for you to understand this. Christopher, are you with me? Why are you looking as if you are not with me? If you, we understand this, you have to go back to the book of Isaiah. Where he said that Gentiles will come to your light. And kings to the brightness of thy shining. What does it mean for Gentiles to come to your light? And kings to the brightness of your shining. Remember, this is the same statement that Jesus is making in a different way. Are you people with me? He is trying to tell you the capacity of the installation that has come into you. Are you with me? That when that installation begins to work, it has capacity to attract and influence people. Are you with me? And that kind of influence is as a result of something that is flowing outside, outside of you. Men will look at it and see that he has ability to attract, ability to draw them. You see, light is something that everybody needs to live by. Are you with me? If here is dark, and the person that has light, what will happen? All of us, we follow the person that has light. That means, that is an administration that somebody has that have the capacity to draw all men to follow the same path that he's following. Are you with me? So he said that... Ah, no, no, no. Turn back. Turn back. Yeah, the light of the world, a city that is set on the hill. So, when a man becomes light... Light in the context of Jesus' exegesis is like a city that is what? Set on what? So Jesus is saying, when you became light, you became a city also. Are you getting me? You will not understand this, man. You will not understand this. I'm trying to show you that when I mean spirit cities, I don't mean something that is just um, a locality. No, 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 no. I mean an influence that a spirit brings 
upon a territory. That is what is I meant by administrative territories of a spirit being. Are you with me? So when that spirit being brings that, most times he, is in, he installs it. When he has installed it as an operating system and order, it has become a civilization. And that civilization, if nothing is done to checkmate it, it will become more robust from one generation to another. By the time we appear many years later, the things that people get better as common things. If you want to see me, come and sit here now. It is important you are looking at my eyes. Oh. Because it's not just ears. There is a reason. There is impartation. Man, I like your eyeglass in Jesus. God. I like the way you are smiling too. I need to stop my message and comment. Jesus. When you finish, go and greet this guy. <laughs> are you with me now? Follow me. Follow me. So when you look at me, something happened. So he, he's saying here that when a man is Jesus is actually referring to his disciples in this context. He said you have capacity to engineer a city when light is born in you. Are you with me? A man that has light is a man that has capacity to engineer a city. Because there is no city without a fundamental um, a, a expression of a spirit. It is a spirit that started having desire. And when, after, when he had the desire over some time, he needed to express his desire. How did man come into place? I need to show you why a man is a city. Are you with me? God came to a point and he had a desire. He said, I've been a king for long. I want to be a father. Say after me, I want to be a father. Yes. His intent is that the Christ will be the man that will appear and then model sonship. Because that... Uh, I'm moving too fast. Very soon, I will show you people the mystery of sonship. I will now show you that all of God's creation is summed up. The possibilities of His agenda is summed up in the word sonship. And I will also show you, show you a city. The intent of that city is to make sure that nobody attains sonship. And if nobody attains sonship, it is not enough that you got born again. Have you seen some people? They don't like to pray the way we pray. They don't like to fast. They just want to take it easy. What they didn't know is that they are, they are operating under a city. And the destination, where they are going to end up, is where the spirit that pioneered that city intends them to end up. I need you to know that it's not everybody that is born again that is part of the functional ecclesia. Don't want to go very deep. Just because you are born again doesn't mean you are part of the functional ecclesia. Just as the lectures that we took in our online classes, there is some things that make you part of the functional ecclesia. One of them is a consciousness that is born out of the life that is in you. Are you with me? Those, that kind of consciousness includes and excludes some things. We will go into it in the mysteries of Christ. One of the things you will find out is that Christ brings to us exclusivity and inclusivity. What I mean by this is that there are things that can be found in Christ. And there are things that can only be found in Christ. And any man that is found in Christ, those things are already automatically excluded from your life. Are you with me? 
in other way, the man that is found in Christ, there are things that are included in you by the power of the investment of the Christ in you. Have you heard the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2? He said that um, he, he has made Christ to us what? Wisdom. Made Christ to us what? Power. Made Christ to us what? Sanctification. Made Christ to us what? Holiness. What made Christ to us what? Righteousness. There is one more. Made Christ to us what? So, when you find yourself in Christ, all these things become the things that are included in the matter, the chatter. The same way when you find yourself in Christ, there are things that are excluded. By the fact of that interaction that took place. Are you with me? Now, let me show you. Open, open that scripture. Be fast. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on the hill cannot be hid. The scripture is saying, when you are a light, Jesus is the one making this statement. You have become a city that is set where? You don't know what Jesus is saying. Let me explain to you. Part, that is why I told you, part of the statement that Jesus made when he was here upon the face of the earth is his compressed body of truth. If you interact with them on surface level, you will not be able to excavate and pick out the dimensions of truth that God wants to communicate to you. If you interact with God on that basis, eh, you will become infantile. You will you'll be looking at the scriptures as if they are letter. You will accumulate knowledge, but there will be no transformation and there will be no stature. There will be no guide in the spirit. You will not increase in stature. Because the administration of God is beyond head knowledge. It is to bring men to approximation. Say approximation. The scripture testified in the book of Ephesians. Actually, that is where I'm going. Listen to me. Thank you, Jesus. God's intent and why he made man is that man will house all the realities of God. Are you with me? So he said, let's make man in our image. So when he made man in his image, man became a house of all God's civilizations, of all God's realities, of all God's purposes. Are you with me? The way man became that is by the installation of Christ. See, two things happen. Are you with me? Two things happen. When you got born again, Christ, which one happened first? Two things happen. You were brought into Christ and Christ was brought into you. Which one happened first? Eh? Don't answer fast. Two things happened. You were brought into Christ and Christ was brought into you. But which one happened first? Which one happened first? We are teaching the matters now. These are the things that people that did business in deep places. They, I have many things to teach. I hope I have time. I'm still where we will end is how do we do this business? We need to be taught on the apostolic tools and apostolic culture. If we are not taught, I'm not sure we have finished the business until we teach that. Because as you have heard how Satan operates. And you have heard the intent of God through your life, as I'm saying now, that what God intended is that your house will be a theater, a city. Are you getting my point? Whose city are you? 
that is why I'm trying to tell you that when you were brought into Christ, huh, you are like a city that is set on the hill. Where is the hill? Say Christ. See, a man that is a man is a city because God is brought into him. He is set on the hill because he is in Christ. So what happens is that life is brought into you and then you are set in Christ. Are you getting the point now? So wherever that man stands, because he's in Christ, it is the high place. That is why the scripture began to teach us in the book of um, um, Ephesians chapter 1. He said that this is projected. Ephesians chapter 1 verse, uh, the last three verses, be fast, be fast. He said that the greatest time that God expended his power towards us is when? When he raised Christ from the dead. And when he raised him from the dead, one of the things that he did is that um, um, which he wrote in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his right hand. See, let me teach you something. Seat and set are not the same thing. I hope you know. Seat and set are not the same thing. That is why I'm telling you the progression. We were set in Christ first before we seated. It is only men that we are set in Christ that now in chapter 2, I think in verse 7, we are now seated with Him. Before anything happened, by the power that God wrought, He set Christ. So that when you come, you will also once you enter into him, you will now be set. Once you go, you will now be set. And then we'll be seated with him. Once you are seated in that high place, remember I told you that he is, we are the city that is set on the hill. I've told you what it means to be a city. A city in this context is an embodiment of God reality, God civilization. Are you with me? Remember the scripture that said that the church is I mean this is on actually you will not understand this scripture well if you are only looking at this on individual basis are you with me the full context of this scripture will be obscure to you and the truth will not be robust and complete and balanced if you do not see it in corporate basis if you just see you are the city set on the hill only on um, individual basis as good as that is if you stretch individual revelation of the in Christ realities too much, you will enter mistakes. That is where many people made mistakes. Many of the times, the statements that Paul made and certain people made is definitive in context. And people, individuals, took it to the extreme, not understanding that that kind of statement incorporates the, the, the corporate man. Are you with me? If you view the, that revelation the, from the vista, of the corporate dimension that is represented in the body of Christ, you will now see that the truth is correct. That is why the scripture said that the church is the ground and pillar of what? Truth. That means the dimensions of the truth of God is displayed in its clearest dimension when the church attains her fullness of capacity so that men doesn't need to ask, where is the power of God, self? They don't need to ask, where is the wisdom of God? When during Remind me, Doris is here.
they don't need to ask where is the power of God when Victor is here. Because on those days you have become a clear expression of a dimension of God. You are a city that is what? Set on the hill. That is why you need to pray that you shine bright. Because many men will never come into the civilization of Zion until you what shine. Because the civilization of Zion has left a physical location and has been installed in a spiritual location. And the, the target of God installing it in spiritual location is that spirit beings like you can interact with it. And the extent to which you interact with it, cities will be built around you. After some time, people will see the way you are shining. You're, when I prayed for long, the people in the next compound started praying. The people in the house started praying. I did not tell anybody to pray. If I'm praying in the night and you don't pray, it will seem as if you are sinning. That kind of person has started creating a city. Guess what? Satan will fight you. He will go and bring vigilante to come and arrest you. That's what they did to my friends. They were praying in the night and they came and arrested. They did not arrest thieves. They arrested people praying. They said, why are you praying too long? Even people that are praying, they pray for one hour and I want to ask, who was the right they have to determine how long you are going to pray? Why is your voice loud? I want to ask you, have you ever asked one of the reasons why Jesus go to the mountain is so that he will be free to shout? When you climb the mountain, you shout, ah! Nobody will say you disturb me. Because we take the mode that the spirit takes. Sometimes I will say, I, I, I want to pray quiet today. No, it's not true. The, the thing inside me will be doing me like this. And after some time, I will do, and then I will come down again. Is the thing inside. Some days you want to shout, but the thing inside is quiet. You will be out of alignment. You are used to shouting. No. That day, find out where the spirit is going. And say, he's quiet today. Tomorrow, he's shouting. Sometimes, for three months, he's shouting. Stay there. Some people have said, my own is quiet prayer. You are missing the point. You don't have your own. What we have is, what is the Holy Spirit doing? If he's quiet, we are quiet. If he's hot, we are hot. Eh? Anything he's doing, that is when we are correct. You cannot move. Anytime you begin to construct patterns and systems after the flesh, you will hit a spot where you will not make headway. Because you can't explain it. It was not the spirit that gave birth to it. Just because you pray today like this and it worked, and tomorrow it's not working, find out where the Holy Ghost is. Find out the mode that is taken and align with it. You are a city that is what? Set on the head. You can't be hit. And once we are set, we are now, our setting is in Christ. Far above principalities. And what? Let me see if we can extract Christ Jesus. Maybe one or two spirit cities. Spirit cities. 
Open for us the book of Revelation chapter 3. Open for me Psalm chapter 48. There is something I want to see. Be fast, be fast, be fast. us to sing this song. Can you play it? Play it. In the city of God, in the mountains of His holiness, beautiful for situations and the joy Sing it. Zion, Zion of the northern city of the great king. You are born in 2000. Zion, Zion of the northern city of the great king. Great is the Lord. Sing it with me. Great to be praised. In the city of our God, in the mountains of His holiness, beautiful for situations and the joy of the world. Is Mount Zion, son of the northern city of the great King? Is Mount Zion? Son of the northern city of the great king. Great is the Lord. Two more times. And great is to be prayed. In the city of God. In the mountains of his holiness. Beautiful for situations. And the joy of the world is my Zion, sign of the northern city of the great king. Is my Zion, sign of the northern city of the great king. Great is the Lord. I'm not hearing your voice. And great to be prayed in the city of our God, in the mountains of His holiness, beautiful for situations and the joy of the world. He's my desire, sign. Of the great king is my Zion. Parasasata parahatasasa. Is my Zion, son of the northern city of the great king. Is my Zion, son of the northern city of the great king. Great is the Lord, 
in the city of our God. Paranasasa. Paranasasa. Beautiful for situations and the joy of the old is my hope. Is my Zion sign of the Lord? He's my Zion, sign of the northern city of the great king. He's my Zion. Glory to Jesus. Revelations chapter 3. And unto the angel of the church in Sardis. No, Revelation chapter 11. Revelation. And there was given to me a reed like unto a rod. And the angel stood saying, Rise and measure the temple of God and the altar and them that worship therein. But the court which is without the temple live out and measure it not for it is given unto the Gentiles and the holy city shall they tread under foot forty, two, forty and two months. Okay? And I will give power to who? Mark this word. I will give power to my two witnesses. See, it's not about the number. What I needed you to pick here is the word. What? Witness. Anytime you hear power, power is for witness. And it is, when we talk about power, part of the reason people say that they ask many questions, there is no price and all those things, because they think that power is only miraculous power. Miraculous power is just one. What I'm saying is power. Power, you need consistent with the sphere of influence that God has ordained for you. Are you with me? For example, now, look at somebody like Texan. Somebody that already knows that God has given him the power of technology. Even if he gets the sick healed, you cannot judge the impact of what God wants to do with his, with his life by how many people that have fell under power. You will judge it by the influence that he brought by the investment of the power, the spirit of Bezalel. Wait, 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 wait. He said, And they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and three score days, clothed in what? We don't have time to analyze the context and the kind of lifestyle that the end time witness have to I, I wrote one time I told people that in the days of wilderness there is some certain kind of food you eat and there is certain kind of remnants that you wear 
If not, they can't identify you. You think that John the Baptist just started wearing that clothes he's wearing. He's mirroring a spiritual dimension. The Elijah spirit comes on a man. He begins to make you behave in a certain way. Once we see you behave, live, eat in a certain way, we see Elijah is here again. There is a way you must live. There are things you must emphasize. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You see, people talk about revival is coming, revival, and they are not praying. What I mean is that by praying, there is not one hour prayer. I mean, they are not making prayer. There is a difference between praying and making prayer. How many of you have worked in a factory before? I worked in, when I did my industrial training, I worked in Dangote Pasta. And those days, if you see the process that it takes to produce this pasta you are eating, is is long process. The one we read in school had nothing to show us compared to the real one that we saw on ground. Gigantic machine. If you see temperatures that we need to set and readings and data that I need to collect and I collect that data I think three times in a day and there are people that work in the night so that it will be correct and when they finish sometimes I will work in quality control and in those days in quality control there are at least five or seven subheadings under which we will check the, the quality of a product that came out of a production line. Eh? And under one subheading, there are sometimes five matters to check. You are not with one of them is weight. So we drop it. If he's underweight, we remove it. If there are five that are underweight, we tell the man underweight, underweight, underweight. Then there are ones that will come out and the ceiling is not correct. We tell him ceiling, ceiling. But the people that is working doing the production, because they work, they are paid by what they produce. They don't care what they will just be producing it like this. Producing it. we in quality control, we tell them what the ceiling is not correct. And there are five. You that is eating spaghetti doesn't know the process. Your own is to boil and add stew and, and then you eat even noodles there, when we, I went to the noodle section when I went there they would bring noodles when they are through the, the noodles hey I forgotten what I studied in school Jesus go ahead this is not good so, what I mean is those strands. It's not strands, we call it. it. Strands is just your language. Just like you have professional language. There is a language, it's not strand, but just use strand. That it will now hang on a line. And then that line, when it's ready, it will be tall and it will hang on different, different. It's not even. There is a name, that thing is called too. Then the. You will see chicken that is many in number. I'm trying to tell you how prayer is made. Some people are wondering why their prayer is not working. They didn't know that prayer is a deliberate process. It is made. You continue cooking it and adding ingredients. You, you just want to add beans on fire and the food will be done in five minutes. You don't know it's beans you are cooking. <laughs> that kind of prayer you put it on fire and then bam 
sometimes you need to add fasting. Have you not cooked some food you refuse to be done and you now add is it you add potash so that the thing will soften. Is it not true? Don't add it now. You will stay longer than others have stayed. Your own will take you five days. Somebody added fasting and he did it in one day. Are you so they will now cook many, many chicken. What they are actually using is not the chicken. That is when I found out that what actually we benefit from in chicken is the nutrients. There is a way we cook it at some temperature with some kind of stuff and pressure. We will cook out every single thing that is useful in it. I believe me. By the time the chicken is coming out, it's sharp. It is sharp to the point that it will be grounded and be used as feed. It is not useful again. So that chicken broth is actually what is used to make chicken noodles that you are in. So what happens is that that line will just pass through the, the, the broth. When it passes through, it will go and hang and dry. Passes through, hang and dry. I just taught you how to make noodles. <laughs> That is how prayer is made. So, you cannot say you are, the, the spirit of revival is come on you and you don't know how to make prayer. No, the spirit will teach you. You have no you that if, and I'm not doubting that God is not trying to work out revival from the heart of people. But they are not giving to prayer. The spirit have not begun to teach you. When the spirit of revival began, begins to teach you, one of the things it will, it will teach you is prayer. Prayer how to make prayer. Anytime you see a challenge, you see something, you see how things are going in a society, the Spirit will begin to teach you how to pray, when to pray, the extent to which you will pray. Sometimes it will tell you, gather two people. You alone can pray. Sometimes it will tell you, you alone. I have seen people that God tell, raise for me a prayer altar and I will begin to deliver this. They gather people. <laughs> Foolish young men. They thought what God meant is to gather people. They said, God say you, go and pray. And you are calling for prayer meeting, calling for, you started ministry. Who told you to start ministry? He said you, pray. You went and started ministry. They are not intelligent. They will do that. That thing will drain their life after five years. And they will come and meet some of us and say, God told me, God didn't tell you anything. No. You don't know how to interpret what God, your ambition entered into the voice of God. And I need you to I need to tell you that the voice of God is interpreted in your ear in many ways. Your ambition can be included in the way you interpreted the voice of God. How did I arrive here? Jesus. And I will give power unto my witnesses, and they shall prophesy. Okay, okay. Okay, the next verse, quickly. These are the two olive trees and the two candlesticks standing before the God of the earth. Continue. And if any man will hurt them, fire proceeded out of their mouth. People like this verse a lot. Fire. Especially my father those days. Kai. He has preached with this thing. Eh? And devoured their enemies. And if any man will hurt them, he must in this manner be what? Killed. The next verse. These have power to shut heaven that it rain not in the days of their prophecy. You like this? To shut heavens. And have power over waters to turn them to blood and to smite the earth with all plagues as often as they will. 
this is not where I'm going. And when they shall have finished their testimony, what will happen? This is the path you don't want. And that is the path I want to teach you from. Have you considered the armor of God that God gave every believer? That 80% of the makeup of that armor is defensive. Have you considered it? It's only 20% that is attacked. So any man that must be instructed in the ways of warfare, and I've taught you many times that the ultimate believer is a warrior. Many of the things you thought is a normal lifestyle is not normal. If you interpret it from the scope of eternity, what you are doing is warfare. When you wake up every day and decide to live for Jesus, don't you know it's warfare? When you wake up every day and everything is everything is constructed in such a way to force you to live in another way and you vow that you will live for Jesus and for you to maintain that stand sometimes you need to pray and fast and listen to messages is it not worth it? the day you go into the spirit you will find out that there are hordes of demon battalion in their stature in their rank many kinds strata, many many um, 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 divisions of demonic courts that is sent to make sure you don't prosper in that line the one that we hold my generation bound in the spirit of immorality. If we take away your prayer life, take away your voice. Your voice that should be loud will now be weak. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> the destiny of God is that you will thunder and then territories will begin to shake. But the morality will steal your power and potency from you. Are you with me? So when a man wakes up and decides to live for Jesus and immorality, is it not warfare? If you don't see it as warfare, you will never win. Ah, it was Paul that told us in the book of Hebrews, he said, you have not striven, you have not fought, no normal fight. He said, to the shedding of blood. And there are certain kinds of sin and, and, and addiction that will never break out of your life until blood begins to come out. You know, there are certain kinds of prayer that is blood that is pouring out. Go and ask Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. He said that the sweat that is coming out of his body is like blood. That kind of prayer, prayer is, is life blood that is being poured out. You have not prayed that kind. That you come and say, I'll, I'll, say, I'll pray though. Pastor, I'll pray though. I'll fast though. When I finish the three days, I, I still masturbated. The the man still called me and we did it again. If you hear what we are hearing, you will backslide. Mm. And we did it. You have not he said I pray. You have not prayed. There is a kind of prayer you pray until even your physical body will be too weak to be involved in fornication. It's because you have strength. That's why you are fornicating. You ate very, very well. When you come out of seven days dry, without water, and you are praying three days, three hours, when you come out, you have not fasted. There is one fasting I finished at Usuka those days. Car, one lorry passed near me. I was going to 
one lorry passed. Vroom! I almost entered the gutter. I have to steady myself. When I went back, I went to Santa Villa in UNN those days. And I ate one and a half. This man did I ate one and a half. And those days, one is actually one. Say after me, one is one. Car. It's not these days that they will give you your hand to eat. If you say, from the thing has finished. Today you can eat three and you can eat three and nothing. A full grown man can eat three, my friend. But those days, do you know what is one? I ate one and a half and went back to my room and fainted. It's not that kind of fasting you finish. And one stupid young pastor, just because he's the according pastor, he's not sleeping with everybody he saw. If we call you and say, darling, come and meet me at at um, tantalizers. That's why sometimes save money, take yourself out as a young lady, my friend. Stop waiting for a guy to take you out. Take yourself out. Don't eat anything you have not bought with your own money. Have self-respect. Have honor. Something you can buy, you are eating, and the guy feels you owe him anything. Don't hold anybody. Buy it when he, so that you will understand what is even motivating you. How did I enter here, Jesus? Listen to me. <laughs> and when they shall have finished their testimony, the beast that ascended out of the bottomless pit shall make what? War. There are people that don't want to hear the word war. They say, Jesus has fought. <laughs> the reason why you are redeemed is for warfare. The challenge is that your warfare is not can. The tools of your warfare is not can. What, the challenge, what people call warfare is not warfare. They, they are fighting a, something that is already won. And because of that, people look at the scripture and from the interpretation of the scripture, find out that what people engage and call warfare is not warfare. That the real warfare is why the church is born. You have heard me, I've taught on the eternal purpose. The eternal purpose of God. When you, escape, when you dig on the matter, you will now find out that God said that to the principalities and powers will be made known the wisdom and the power of God through what? So on that day, the church has become the instrumentality of God's warfare, of God's engagement, and the extension of the frontiers of His existence, power, and influence for me. Not just in time, from time to what? Yeah. So when, if the church is God's plan from time to eternity, that means the church is not, is not a physical organ, is not an earthly organ, is not a time organ. The church is an eternal what? Organ. Yeah. The church is actually God's purpose. I don't want to go far. The church is God's eternal purpose. Because the church is not what we call church. The church is actually a man. The church is the corporate dimension of the heavenly man. Are you with me? Let me know. And shall what? Overcome. And what? You don't like to hear this. They shall make war. Christopher. And what? Follow me, read now. And what? You are not with me. 
they shall make war against them and shall what? After overcoming and what? Kai. Kai. The next verse. And their dead bodies shall lie in the streets of what? The great city. My, this is where we are going. Which spiritually is called what? Sodom and Egypt. Where also our Lord was what? You are not with me. I, I need to tell you where Sodom and Egypt is. Because the power of this kind of city is such that he had the capacity to hold the, the dead body of your Lord. We need to find where Sodom and Egypt is. Remember, this is a spirit city, not literally a spiritual city. I need you to understand what I'm saying. Because if you are not intelligent in revelation, you will make mistake here. You see, if it's just spiritual city, you can say Sodom is different and Egypt is different. But if it's a spirit city, Sodom and Egypt is one city. It's not two cities. Sodom and Egypt is what? One, not two. I will show you. Don't worry. I what? Show you. So these two, these two, Sodom and Egypt is actually one city. Are you with me? Look at what he said. The street of the great city, which is spiritual, which spiritual is called what? Sodom and Egypt. That is where the two witnesses of the last days were what? Killed. That is where your Lord was what? I think you need to know that place. Is it not true? Let me show you. Go down. Let me read. Go down. The next verse. And they, mark that verse 8. Put your hands there. Then, and they of the people and the cream dress and the tongues of the nation shall see their dead bodies three days and half and shall not suffer their dead bodies to be put in graves. Next. And they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them and make merry and shall send gifts one to another because these two prophets tormented them that dwelt on the earth. Uh-huh. And after three days and half, the spirit of what? Mark this. The spirit of what? If you don't mark this, you will not understand. This will help you to know where is Sodom and Egypt. You are not marking. You are not doing what I'm saying. The spirit of life from God entered them and stood them up upon their feet. And great fear fell upon them. Which what? Now, let's do comparison because... There are principles of biblical interpretation. One of them is to compare scriptures with what? Open for me, Romans. Romans chapter 8. Be fast, be fast. We don't have time. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Are you with me? Look up. He said, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit next verse for the law of the spirit of what where did we see the spirit of life before eh? we are not with me where did we see the spirit of life for Revelation chapter 11 verse what what raised the two witnesses it raised them from the spiritual city called Sodom and what Look at this scripture now and tell me where is Sodom and Egypt. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from what? The law of what? Where is Sodom and Egypt? 
That is why I told you it's spirit city, not exactly spiritual city. It is spirit city because its realm, its scope of oppression is beyond the spiritual. It's also what? In the physical. There are many spirit cities that their oppression is physical. But if it is a spiritual city, then the context, the purpose, and the oppression is in the spirit. Are you with me? Follow me, follow me. But this city now is a spirit city that is powered by Satan. A spirit being gave birth to his ideas. And this is where your Lord died. And this is where the two witnesses of the last days what? I'm telling you that these two things will be the greatest things that will weaken the power of the end time witness. Sin and what? Death. As a matter of fact, the scripture began to teach us that Jesus conquered death, got his greatest victory when he conquered death and him that had what? So there is him that had what? Yes, there is him that engineered the city called. Now, this is what I needed to tell you that in the last days you will see that iniquity shall increase, ungodliness, eh? death shall increase. One of the proofs of the fact that the spirit of life has begun to work abundantly in the life of men in these last days is such a dimension of God's working inside of you by the spirit of life such that you will live permanently above sin. Are you with me? And then you will, it will seem as if death is not a challenge to you. See, any man that has not come to a point where um, death is not a challenge, but death the place, death the person, Death is a process, a person, and a place. Huh? All these have to come to a place where even you is not afraid of it. That means that the spirit of life has walked deep into you, such that the challenge of the end time ministry is no more your challenge. I'm telling you what will bring down many young men. Sin and death. These two things work together. Anytime you see sin, then death is close by. All Satan need to do is just to introduce a simple lifestyle in the church. No, you can be born, you know. You are not with me. You can be born in. You can even come to a meeting and people fall under power. You worship and you lead worship and people cry. When you finish, you end up with your girlfriend. And you people, there is one year we did it again and did it again and did it again and did it again. Wait a God, forgive me, forgive me. That's not the problem. The problem is that one sin is in behind it. Have you not read the scripture? Death is very, very... And once death is there, it is also there. They are working one another. They are close. So there is a spirit that powers oppression of Satan. Satan's strategy for the last days, his most powerful arsenal, is summed up in the oppressions that in this city. If men will survive, they need to trace back and find out the oppressions of the law of life. That is God's antidote. For everything that you suffer. When men are bound with addiction. It's because we have not taught them enough on life. Are you with me? There are dimensions and possibilities of the life of God. That enter the man that can set him free from anything. And stand him instead. To, to live the kind of life that God ordained. When men are not taught on this thing. They will be weak and pray to the plans of Satan. In these last days. I said the last days witness fell by the sword of these two cities. 
you will have to cry to God to deliver you. Many people listening to me are bound. They are, they are still bound. They still must obey. They still touch one sin or the other. What they don't know is not about the acts of sin. You are missing the point. The point is about the spirit that engineered the city. And that city has civilization. What you subscribed to is just one of the civilizations of that city. Are you with me? And you have become subject. Your destiny and your destination is already sealed. You begin to pray and subscribe to the civilization of that city. At the end, what you will find out is that you will fulfill the agenda of the spirit being that pioneered the city that brought government over your life. Are you with me? So a man that is living under the government of the city called sin and death will come to a point where what we find out is that he will die a death. What well, men that started robust in God after some time they began to talk. When you look at their life, life have left. Their words are empty. Their work is empty. This is men that started with fire. Sin leaked out their fire. Sin leaked out their integrity. It leaked out their power. It leaked out their witness. I tell you, the greatest challenge to the end time witness is the spirit city called Sodom and Egypt. We have to lean again on the spirit of life from God and begin to conquer all the works of that city in our life and ask, oh God, let your life walk in my members. Let it walk in my soul. I yield to the spirit of life. Let it permeate all the embers of my soul, all the cravings that Satan has brought in my soul. Let it die a death as a result of the administration of life. Oh, somebody pray. The city administrates her agenda by lust, the lust of the flesh. Oh, you will not know the things you pant after. It's not about the tokens. It's not about the laws that Satan presented to you. His desire is to bring you under government. Let the end time witness hear the word of the Lord. Let the end time witness hear the word of the Lord.
Something is happening. Press a little more, a little. Break out from the influence. Break out, break out. This is your moment, this is your opportunity.
there are two young evangelists that God wants to break out into the miraculous. Two young evangelists. Two young evangelists. Two young evangelists. Come and kneel. Come. You are one. I'm looking for the next person. Kneel down. Kneel down. Lift up your hands. I'm looking for the second one. is much and I'm not sure we are going to continue after this week if you are having a pain on your waist where are you? put your hands there put your hands there put your hands there Put your hands there. In 30 seconds it will go. Come and cast your offerings and your tithes and your seed, whatever, whatever. Now, let all you be poured now. Let all you be poured now. 